This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. And even though the Dubs took an L tonight to the uh, reigning champ, Denver Nuggets, um, we're going to try to be positive but we are going to still break down this game and talk about it because in the grand scheme of things it is a big opportunity not because i care so much about oh they beat the champs and all that shit but like all the teams we needed to lose tonight lost so it was a chance to like take a step up in the standings to me that was the bigger l you know dallas lost uh the lakers lost um I think there was one more loss. And then, you know, right now, if the Kings end up losing, I don't know if they will because I don't think Paul George is playing. But, like, it just could have been a move for them in the standings, you know? So they really just don't gain or lose. They still have one less loss than the Lakers. Um, But, you know, it would have been nice to capitalize on that. I'm sure there will be all kinds of stories and things people say. But, like, I don't feel the Warriors are a team that – needs to beat Denver to have the confidence to think they can do it. Like these guys are multiple time championships, multiple time champions. So I'm not worried about that. And they already know that they let one game more than one game get away from them. Um, It's hard. Like Denver kind of took control of this game and the Warriors didn't get it back. Um, And I think the opportunities, we can talk about that, but I think the opportunities they had to get back in the game, they were wasted with like bad rotations and, and stuff like that. But, you know, the last game, they should have won. Hands down, we all know that they should have won that game. Jokic winning on, like, that three-point shot was crazy. Um, First game, they were down bodies and still kept it close in Denver. So um, I think they have the ability to compete with Denver, but they definitely have to play their A game. They can't have 16 turnovers. So we should talk about it. And I said that it hits golden spaces, but I did not say, even though you guys should know, it's me, your girl, Nat. It is Justin and it is Karima. So guys, let's get into it. Let's get into this game today. I feel like a lot of Warriors fans obviously would have just loved for us to win sort of like a get back to Denver. Um but whatever, it didn't happen. They'll see Denver one more time this season. Is that correct? No, that's it. Oh, for four swept. Oh, they played four times this season. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize three games already happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so that's fine. It's fine in that, like, if they end up seeing each other later in the postseason, their fans will be really cocky thinking they swept the Warriors. So there's no chance for the Warriors to win. So whatever it is. Like, I mean, I just, I don't care about that. Um, But I do care about how Steve Kerr 
the highest paid coach in the NBA now is um handling these uh rotations. Have you guys had a podcast since he got that contract? No, oh. he he signed it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Charlotte, Charlotte game. All right, we can talk about that potentially a little bit later. But um so Justin, let me ask a question. Um because I thought Andy brought up a good point, not Andy, Sam from um, Light Years brought up a great point about Draymond on um, a tweet. And he said the issue with Draymond playing at the five versus a team like Denver is that he can't help. Um, what do you think about that? I agree. I agree. When I uh, initially projected how the Warriors match up with the Nuggets, I had Looney being the five. Looney being the five and being a much better version of what he's been this season. Now, is that earlier in the year you're saying, or you're saying like even heading into this? In the off season, like in the off Off season, season. when I was like, this is how they match up for them. Um, Yeah. It was with Looney in mind because he can just, you know, at least be a body on Jokic while Draymond can kind of take away that Aaron Gordon slip to the rim and help and, you know, provide all of that stuff that he does off the ball. So. so they they obviously Luna is what he is. I don't really think he's getting much better, right? But are they still better off letting Loon in this matchup just start at the five anyway? So Drake can still, you know, start at the four, or is it someone else? Or is it they need to get out of Porter on this team really quickly? <laughs> <laughs> um what is it? I think their best path is for guys like JK to not necessarily turn into Draymond, but like be a little bit more active as a help side defender. Don't let Aaron Gordon just get offensive rebounds. You know, I mean, that'll help a lot because I mean, Dre can do a decent job on Jokic one on one, but like nobody's really stopping him one on one. And in the game plan against Denver, anyway, it's just like okay, let Jokic try to score because if we limit everybody else then they become a little bit easier to guard right but that's so, why i'm wondering does it make sense for him to even then start at the five because no one's really going to contain him or do anything so can't you still just have loon do that yeah i mean they're i mean probably their original starting five would be the best starting five like stylistically to play against denver but i don't know about loon at this point <laughs> doing that so you guys, you got to just stick with the stick with what you got going right now. But I thought Loon actually didn't play horribly this game. I mean, he, he was still working well on the boards, and he was doing everything he could on Jokic to, you know, cause some resistance. So I think perhaps that's what I'm saying. They started out with that, yeah. just kind of let's just see what it looks like to because. Because I don't necessarily think that Draymond's doing a better job, is what I'm saying. Like, even if Draymond is the better defender. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you might as well just put Draymond in a position where he helps the team more and just, you know, see if you can get some productive minutes out of Loon. Yeah, I'm thinking more so offensively how much that'll affect things. Because we already saw, like, Steph... Is just seeing a lot of attention, right? KCP is one of the better staff defenders in the league anyway. 
And then they just their whole game plan is like we're going to sag off of literally everybody else in this lineup because we don't right. care about them shooting. So, so. let's talk about that um, mm-hmm. because I think that like the goal should be like to get Steph going early in these games versus um, not. Mm-hmm. And it's like well, for every matchup, every matchup, it's like they're like we're gonna just make sure we defend Steph and let all these other guys beat us. Right. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't worked now in four matchups. So why is that still the game plan? Why has that game plan not been adjusted? You mean for Denver specifically or just yeah. in general? Yeah. I think earlier in the season, no Draymond. I mean, this is the first time Draymond played against Denver. So like him not being there. But the did you really think that was going to make a big difference? Yeah. I think just from a ball well, movement and screening standpoint, <laughs> He he does help because a lot of times in the in the first three matchups they would just blitz Steph and. And I mean, like, in terms of Steph, because it didn't help him tonight. No, didn't Steph help didn't help us. He was yeah. missing shots that he, he had good good looks. And good also, courses. like they're just playing too many non-spacers with Steph at this point. I mean, like you, people can follow me on Twitter or whatever, but like pod starting does mean it's less spacing. I mean, that's just very obvious compared to Clay. But, like, teams are noticing that, and they're just like, well, we're just going to load up Steph. And before, when that lineup was doing great, I was pointing out teams they were doing it against weren't that good. Now they're playing against teams with more size and more defense. Now it's like teams are just loading up on Steph, and there's not a lot of outlets in terms of scoring that can relieve the pressure off of him. So I feel like for, for, for Denver, I feel like because I get it. I mean, listen, I don't think – I'm not one of the people who are like Jokic just can't defend at all, but I feel like they play into Denver's game plan. I think they take way too many like threes and like outside shots. And I feel like you could attack a little bit more, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that might open up things a little bit early um, for Steph. The other thing I think is um, Kaminga. I think they need to like utilize him more earlier. So like at the end of the game, like it didn't matter because they weren't like, they weren't going to come back from a 10 point lead because they can't get fucking stops. Right. But like (laughs) he, he kept attacking and it was an and one or it was a foul every time. Right. And so what I'm saying is like, use that earlier in the fucking game. Star clay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you but and you I mean, use that earlier in the game, right? Like I, I I see what you're saying, but like you need clay out there. That's fine. You need clay out there for that to happen. That's but what I'm I mean. just saying do that more and take advantage of that because mm-hmm. right, it wasn't it the Denver game where he sat and they came back and we had this whole right. It's like why is it less Kaminga and more Pajimski? I don't understand and I'm not like I think Pajemski is gonna be so he is already so valuable to this team but Mm -hmm. versus Denver clearly you need more Kaminga and you also need more GP2 yeah you need less Brandon that's just what this matchup calls for Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that he won't help against other teams and stuff like this but it's just less Brandon and I don't get it because I'm just like every drive he's fouled 
I mean, he's not the only one, but he's the only one they fucking call it for. Mm -hmm. JK, you mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's how Curry got it going in in the second half, getting him, he was driving to the rim, driving to the rim, and that's where he started to get his points and started the juices flowing for him. So it was there. I feel like it's like, I feel like they act like it's Anthony Davis there, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Make Jokic work. You're right. Just get to the cup. Make him work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in general, just like just basic basketball, you need more space to get to the cup, but that just the mentality of like going, like, we're just going to attack. I'm not going to let him, you know, string my dribble out and I pass it to somebody for a roll or something like that. I'm just going to attack his hip and make him move his feet and get to the basket. Like, and it'll yeah. tire him out. If nothing else, right. it'll tire him out. Mm-hmm. Then the shots don't fall later in the game. Then mm-hmm. things don't happen. Like, I just don't understand. And for the love of God, please, with these fucking passes, all of them. Like, and Dre is, how many, six tonight? Turnover? Six. Six out like, of the no. 17 that we had. It was just like, what are you doing? Because they're forcing him to be a scorer. And he's just like. I got to hit the roller. I got to hit the dunker spot guy. He tried to force that pass at the end of the game to GP2. Clearly wasn't there. Even if it got through, GP2 surrounded by two seven-footers. Like, what are right, you Right, that's doing? what I tweeted. I said, what was GP2 going to do anyway if right. he got that ball? Just like, score. why are you doing that? Yeah, just just score, Draymond. Just... Like, <laughs> shoot a floater or something. I mean, Denver he missed one of the layups. That's what I understand. Like, it's like. You can't talk all the shit you do and get on podcasts the way you do and then show up like this. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that annoys me. You cannot do that. Because this is what I'm saying. You, you are doing this for Steph to cash the checks. This is what you do. Yes. And I'm not saying he's not important. And I'm not saying that he's not needed. But I'm saying, bro, like... The game plan called for you to be a little bit more aggressive and try to score. Mm-hmm. And instead, you're doing all of these dumb ass passes. Yeah. And it's all of them, but it's just like, what why do you guys think it's gonna work? Okay, turnover, turnover, <laughs> turnover. And you just keep doing it throughout the game. I mean. Well, Lester had different. one that drove me crazy at one point. Like, it's just like, why did you think that that was a smart pass? To Curry in the corner. Yeah. When <laughs> the defender was literally right there. Telegraphed pass. Right. Yeah. <sighs> they just need, they, they, I mean, they play a ton of guys who are the connector guys, which that's great. But to a certain extent, it's like, bro, y'all got to score the ball or shoot the ball. You need people that's willing to shoot the ball and score the ball. And Just they're as simple way as that. too reliant on outside shooting when they play Denver. I don't – I know that Denver has more length. I know they do. But I just – I do not feel like you cannot score on Aaron Gordon. Like, I do not feel like you cannot score a bucket on Jokic. Like, they're just not that kind of defensive team to me. They do a decent job of, like, just loading up at the rim. Like, they don't have, like, a ton of rim protection, but they just have, like, a a bunch of bodies there. Mm -hmm. And they're big bodies. So just 
people just probably see it and they're like, well, there's no point in me just trying to like score over all of these guys, which is why you need more space. Like Moses is another guy who can space the floor, right? Even if he isn't shooting the ball as, as good as he was earlier in the season, he's still a guy that's on the scouting report as someone who can knock down an open three. So putting making Denver guard you in space is how you score on them consistently. If you just allow yeah, them to better. bump you into mid ranges and, th- and contested threes because you're you can't get anywhere in the paint because nobody's scared of the shooter in the corner over there, you're gonna have a hard time scoring. Like unless you're just blazing hot from three, like Clay was earlier in the game. Right, and, and I was just that about cooled to off to that. sustainable. Right, you yeah. cannot rely on that. Right. And like in none of these games, Steph has not been able to get going, which is why I'm saying their game plan has to be getting Steph going. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was finding some ways to score and do stuff, but he's not in rhythm by that point. Mm-hmm. He's not in rhythm. And then it's harder. That's facts. You know, Clay is like, Clay is going off and I'm just like, great. So everything feels good. But then... For one, you ice Clay on some level. So you you ice him. Right. But then after that, like, okay, fine. You watch, what was it, 14-point lead dwindle? Was was there a timeout? Was there a – did anything happen during that 14-0? I'm not sure. I don't remember, but I don't think there was. I just remember watching. I think there might have been. I think there mm-hmm. might have been, but then still when they came out of it, they just they just couldn't do anything. The game they plan just could didn't not change. get a stop. They couldn't get a stop. They couldn't score. But they also and this couldn't is score. with the starters. So Right, but the game plan didn't change because you're still trying to score in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point, wasn't it taking um Kaminga out and putting in clay versus taking pods out and putting in clay? Yeah, Clay didn't come in until it was like late. a minute. It right. was a minute left to go. And at that point, it's like, well, we're already tied up at the basically. Right. So. Yep. I don't know, Steve. I mean, like it's it's funny because we were lobbying for other young players to get minutes. And like Steve is just like, we're just gonna give pods all the minutes. And it's like this is not an anti-pods. Podcast. This is obviously we we love podcast, but it's just like there's a certain level of like reliance you should have on him, and you should understand his strengths and weaknesses. Like again, against a team like Denver, who has a ton of size <clears throat> and skill with that size, you just can't out hustle that. Like you just can't out goon that, right? Like you have to certain you have to have a certain level of size and athleticism yourself. Like, why is he checking Michael Porter Jr.? Like, Michael Porter Jr. didn't really go off today because Jamal Murray and Jokic were just cooking the whole time. But, like, if that's the type of defensive assignment you're giving out to him, it's like, come on, man. What is he really supposed to do there? Right. You know and by I mean? the way, like, because, I mean, he's just going to keep doing it. He's not going to stop it. But then take away Dario's minutes and give those to Moody. Like, there's no reason for Dario to see the floor. None. Especially no. in this matchup. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I really don't want to see Dario there, at all anymore. Yeah, like, there's, no reason not, for him, yeah. there's no reason for him yeah. to play unless Chris Paul is playing, apparently. Because when Chris Paul yeah. was playing, he was hooping. Chris Paul ain't there. It, it's kind of done. So, <laughs> obviously, Chris Paul is coming back. So, maybe he'll look better when that when that happens. But 
is no reason which for worries me because I don't want that to cut down on Trace's minutes. Like Trace needs minutes, and I still think in the minutes he played, like yes, we said earlier that Loon wasn't bad, but I still thought Trace was better. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, I'm Trace okay was playing that, against but... like Zeke Naji and stuff like right. that, but I do think Trace at this point is just like a more reliable, just probably just a better player right now. Like he can do more things for your team. So, but he gives you a better chance. Like he's yeah. more athletic. He, you know, I mean, obviously it is what it is. I guess I can't expect too much from him, but like even when he's going up there, He's getting fouled. They're sending him to the free throw line. Granted, he's only a 60% shooter, but it's like he has good hands. He's athletic. He's at least trying to grab some boards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like he's athletic. It's like sometimes I feel like nowadays with Looney and definitely like Andrew, um, it's like they grab the board and then they just let it get taken away from them. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? You grab the board. Hold on to it. Yeah. That shit irks me. It irks me more yeah. than anything when they grab a board and then they just let it get yeah, taken. Let like someone take it from. Yep. It so annoying. It's also it's like the NBA, bro. Like you know, everybody's grabbing boards and going for the ball as soon as you grab it. It's the NBA. Like everybody swipes up at the ball. Yeah. Like just hold on to the ball. Like rip it, it away. It was one play. Gary got the rebound and he immediately put the ball behind his head like this, so they couldn't smack. It's like. Why aren't people just doing that? Like type of right. stuff. I don't get it. And this team, they're it. gonna like swipe at things. They're gonna play yeah. the passing lanes. They're like they have the length to do it. And so it was like it was another time in traffic when like Lester was trying to drive. They just like knocked it out. Like, yeah, it's the little things. I mean, when you're playing against a team like this, you got to win in all those little areas like that. And and to me, when you're playing a team like this, you got to just play your best players. Like, you Thank don't you. like this to me was not a game for you to go deep into the bench. No, nah. but I don't think he's decided who his best players are. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And that's the problem. Although we all know. Yeah. I mean, we know who the best players are. The best players, some of them, well, one of them just hasn't been available all season up until recently. And a, a couple of the other ones just haven't been playing their best. But... You Chris still Paul know is the only player, player right now who's one of your top nine who isn't available. Right. 14 minutes for Gary Payton the second. What are we doing? Exactly. Like, this game did not need to see Dario. Minutes. It did not need to see Dario. I understand maybe why in this matchup you played Loon a, bit, a, bit, a little bit, but it didn't need to see Dario. Mm-hmm. Pods could have seen less minutes. It should have seen Moody. Yeah. yeah, I mean the bench. Yeah, I mean, as a the whole, best eight players don't include Loon. It doesn't. So it's 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 eight. Like right now, because Chris isn't here, but mm-hmm. it's like it's your starting five, and I'm I, I know Clay isn't starting right now, but it's your starting five, 
if JK's in it. And then it's like Chris, Pods, GP2, um, and Trace. And those are your nine. Those are your nine. And then to me, Moody should be there and mm-hmm. it would be 10. Like to me, those are like your 10 best players, but Moody just doesn't get the burn. And then right. like you use Loon sparingly. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Too much. Lester, Lester, 14 minutes. Yeah, Lester way too much Lester. You shouldn't Lester be playing. should not have a place in the rotation. Let You gave Lester a contract. Lester should be cheering people on from the bench. Yeah. And he's not necessarily even playing bad. It's just like there's certain things he just can't do on the court that you need against a team like this. You need more time. it's not impactful enough what he does do. Like, even though he's not playing bad, he's not impacting the game enough that he should get the minutes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I feel like every time Moody comes on the court, he's being impactful. Absolutely. At the bare minimum, he's playing impactful defense. Exactly. And that's why I said earlier, like, I don't even care right now about his shooting. Like, you get more length and you get defense. You get more yep. fast breaks because you will get a steal or two. Exactly. You're gonna get all. You're gonna get, get a putback at some point. He's gonna crash the offensive glass. It's just yep. certain things that he's just gonna bring at a baseline that help your team a ton. But Kerr just don't rock with the man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One of the episodes we've done recently, I can't remember if it was a win or a loss. I don't know. They didn't appreciate how much we were talking about Moody. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna stop talking. About yeah, no, they were just like, "How can you not appreciate?" I think it was a win, and so they were saying like, "What are we complaining about? It's a win. Like he got the win." And you see the other day too, someone tried to say to me on the timeline, "There's a reason Moody's not playing. Can you stop?" No, I won't fucking stop. Let me tell you the a way to get very blocked by me. <laughs> do not come in my mentions telling me how to tweet from my fucking account. Okay, exactly. Like, what are you doing, B? Like. <laughs> Twitter etiquette. Stop telling people what to tweet from their page. Stop talking crazy to people like strangers. Stop being condescending to people like you're smarter than somebody else. And then you should be fine. You won't get the block button. But if you do any of those three things, I'm probably going to block you immediately. Right. And look, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm not guilty of some of those things. But like, (laughs) I just I just don't know if you've seen me enough on the timeline now. I don't know what possesses anyone to think that you would ever be able to tell me what to tweet (laughs) from my account. Why do you think that's something that would ever go over? Well, I just don't understand. Right. No, I'm not going to stop talking about Moody. I'm not. Instagram was really funny with a. with Kerr's contract because I thought it was just Twitter who thinks he's fraudulent but because you know sometimes like NBA Instagram is very different than like NBA Twitter yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like Steph Curry can get anybody paid <laughs> 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 and someone's like I don't know why y'all are acting like this he built a dynasty and people are like what <laughs> they started like it was just crazy, but you know, whatever. A little bit later, still for Kerr's contract. But like these are the things that I worry about, honestly, with him. I mean, like everyone tries to act like it's not a big deal and all that he's done, but I don't think he still knows how to adjust for these younger guys. And they are a part of like you guys still being a good team. 
Like, you need them. Mm-hmm. This is not even a whole, um, you know, they're not ready. They're not this. We have too many young players. Lord. Curry had three rough shooting nights out of the past four. That's all true. That's all true. But I don't give a shit about that because he's had rough shooting every game versus Denver. Every game. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, like people were missing in every game, so he still could have been tired. But at some point, you got to be like, our game plan is not good. Yeah. And what what game are you going to rest him for? You're not set up to do that. That's part of the problem. Like, we just came off an of All Star break, bro. He looked right. That's what I'm. He looks fatigued. All they... well, All Star break for him wasn't a true break. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. He, he had a lot of stuff that he was doing. He didn't do that much in the game. He did one round with Sabrina. Like all the press. All the press. Okay, like, please miss me. <laughs> miss me. I ain't trying all to hear all that. I mean, come on. Let's look at their schedule. Let's look at their schedule. They have, I mean, if you're going to rest them, rest them versus Washington. I'm not yeah. trying to be funny, but that's their next game. Rest him mm-hmm. versus Washington. Don't yeah. let him play that first game. Y'all can maybe beat Washington without him. They definitely can. Yeah, that would be perfect. Because after that, you have the Knicks, and they are yeah. the, they and are the, the Knicks team, though. But still, you but still, them. probably. Yeah. No, you will. Mm-hmm. Toronto? Can they beat Toronto without him? It's I'm the Wizards sure. game. It's the Wizards game. That's because if you if you rest him versus Washington, you get three nights off before you play New York. That's the game. Yep. Maybe a mm. good thing you won't be at that game anyway, Justin, because that would have sucked for you, <laughs> huh? Yeah. It's all good though. If they're if they, I mean if that if rest is what they're leaning to. Yeah. So because you got New York. The only other game in there that is like is Toronto because you're not resting him versus Boston. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be the Wizards game. Yeah. We'll see. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's not like that big of a deal because all the other teams lost tonight. So it's just sort of like you remain in place. But um, I just, I don't, you know, and I feel like it's honestly gaslighting us and arrogance to sit up there and say, yeah, it's come together now with Moody and this is how it normally goes. And you're playing, not Moody, Kaminga, you're playing Kaminga now because my guy went to the press and the Mm -hmm. owner was mad. Mm-hmm. And this is also my issue with his contract being done now versus at the end of the season. Because even if you were always going to sign him, 
I feel like now you're locked up two years. So you're like, okay, I'm going to just do, you know what I mean? What I want. And, you know, like, I mean, you, you're going to go like on the record and say, yeah, I played Anthony Lamb last year because he was a better player than Kaminga. There's no time in life Anthony Lamb has been a better player than Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, that was crazy. That's a wild statement to make. You don't think that's a crazy statement to make? No, it is. It's also just unnecessary. But that's so him being arrogant. That's him being arrogant. That's I what that it. is. Yeah, I see it. See, that's just not... that's all that is. That's like I was right, and I don't, <laughs> think, I don't like to be gaslighted. And this is when you got to pay attention because pe- people who just look at results will say, "Oh, he's right," and that's already what started to happen. They started mm. to win again, and people were like, "Oh yeah, everything he was doing was correct." No, the fuck it wasn't. <laughs> and the reason Jonathan Kaminga is playing is not because of what Steve Kerr did. It's because Joe Lacob went down there. (laughs) Sat in the press conference. Sat in the press conference. And some things changed. (laughs) And people tried to get on Kaminga because that first game, he ain't played like that. And then after that one first game, and even then, I didn't see what the big deal was. Like, yeah, he didn't have, like, a great scoring night, but he wasn't even bad the way people were acting. And then after that, he went crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happened. This was not no master plan, and he finally got it. He could always do that. And he could have done more last year, but Anthony Lamb was a better player. Anthony Lamb is not even a better player than Moses Moody. What are right. we doing? Right. What are we doing? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me, Kareem? I mean, I'm not. I, I think it's funny. Which part? It was funny. No, that Lamb's not a better, you know, player than Moody. Just how you said that. No, I agree. But I mean, He's that's not. arrogance. That's arrogance. That's him being like, how dare you question what I do? I think, I mean, a lot of the stuff he's doing now is kind of like, I don't know. It's almost like he's just grasping at certain things. Like, obviously, Draymond came back. They made the the, the switch to Wiggins, Kaminga, Draymond is their, their core front court going forward has obviously worked. We already knew that that was going to be their highest ceiling front court. So it's not like that was just some revelation thing that he found. No, it wasn't. Um, well, it wasn't like Wiggins was putting up how he should have been. Yeah. So once Draymond was inserted, then, okay, thank you. Yeah, now it's Jack. Even with that, like, again, I don't want to take away from Draymond, but it's like, there were positive versions of that lineup before. He just refused to play them, right? It may have not been as impactful, and there were not many, but because I remember we talked about it on here. It was just like, it does work if you have pods in there, right? Now, maybe it wouldn't have been against the best teams, but it did because he's a connector, not as great as Draymond, but he is. But he sort of had it in his mind. He didn't want to play those two together, and we were still in the – well, we play Kaminga, we don't. It was like that period, right? So even then, I mean, you can go back and you can pull and see that the the few times the lineup even was positive before in the past, he was in it. So it's like there are times they see data and things that work and they still just don't do it. Well, right? the like, data was not showing that those two together 
without Draymond was a positive. No, it, it did show that if Pods was there. Yes, it did. It did. Okay, if Pods was there, but but that's my early point. on. But early it on, it wasn't cooking. Right, it wasn't. But I'm just saying, like there was a version of it that did work, and even then, he didn't do it because it was more like. Mm, it was two things. One, it was just like, okay, this lineup doesn't work, but it wasn't working most of the ways you were playing it because it required a connector. And secondly, it was also his whole thing with Kaminga, right? It's just like, I don't know if he should be playing this much, right? So it wasn't just him looking because there was a positive version of it and you still weren't doing it. And it made no sense to any of us because we were like, you need your wings. You need those guys to play. So the focus should have been on figuring out how to get that lineup to work. And instead it was just like, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the way you're playing, it doesn't work. And that's when he was still insistent on, I have to give Looney minutes. I have to give Wiggins minutes. I have to write a lot of it was based on him just feeling the need to give players minutes, even though they weren't necessarily playing well and it wasn't working. That's more my point. I'm going to play Chris Paul more now because Draymond's out and I got to play a vet, right? And so that's what I'm saying. It's like everyone keeps saying, like, it didn't work. It didn't most of the time, but it did work with Pops. And he just didn't do it. And so that's why I'm saying, like, again, I'm not trying to take away from Draymond because he does help. And I think that's why he leans into that lineup more when it's Dre and Pods out there. But, you know, like, the lineup is still good if Clay is in there. The lineup is still good if you know, someone else is in there. GP2 even. Like, the lineup is going to work with different players in it because there are, four, there are four main guys that need to be on the court or on the court. Yeah. And that's Dre, Staff, Kaminga, and Wiggs. Mm-hmm. I think their rating when it's like the four of them is like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the sample has to grow. But I mean, it's obviously it's going to be their best chance at anything anyway. So you got to lean into that. Um, so but. when should they use which player? Right. We have those four. Right. So I know as a general matter, you think it should just be Clay. But if it's not going to be Clay, when does it make sense to use pods? When does it make sense to use GP2? Is there anyone else that it makes sense to insert with those four? Um. I don't think GP2 there makes a ton of sense because of the spacing issues. Um, he's even less of a spacer than Pods is, so it just doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, if you just want to be like, we're just going to put our best possible defensive lineup around Steph, like, then that's your lineup right there. But <laughs> other, otherwise, I wouldn't do that. Um, pods there and, and instead of Clay, it makes sense when you really want to get Steph, like, cooking, like, we're going to get Steph any shot that he wants every time down. If he wants to shoot it, he's going to shoot. I think and can you explain Clay, why that is, though? I mean, I think when Clay's out there, Steph feels like – I wouldn't say he feels the need, but he's like, okay, I'm going to share the wealth a little bit and get Clay some shots and whatever the case may be, which is really on him. I don't think Clay would really care if Steph went and shot it every single time. But I think Steph is just like, well, Clay's out here, so let's run some plays for Clay and stuff like that. So it kind of diminishes, like – Steph in a sense. And when Clay's not out there, he's just like, okay, I got to go supernova. So a lot of it is a lot of the recent play where he's been hitting all these threes in the game has been with that lineup because they all just pass the Steph. Like Paz just wants to pass Steph. Draymond just wants to pass Steph. 
Kamingan Wiggins just like, well, if mm-hmm. I get an open shot, I'll take it. Or if I got an open layup, I'll take it. But in general, I'm just I'm not gonna like hijack anything. So it's just Steph, Steph, Steph. That's that's when you really want to use that lineup, in my opinion. If you want like some short burst of like high usage Steph going crazy, you go, you put pods in there. But now you feel like it opens up things more for Kaminga and I assume Andrew as well with Clay in there. Oh, for sure. Well, I think not necessarily Andrew. I think Andrew gets the same quality of shots regardless because he's always just like the outlet guy. They don't really run a lot of actions for him, that type of thing. And he gets guarded general, generally like close by defenses. Like it's not like Kaminga where they just kind of like ignore him on a three-point line. They still guard Wiggins on the three-point line a little bit. So he's pretty standard. But Kaminga's you can just look at it on the court and see the difference. Like when Steph and Claire are on the court, Kaminga's at the rim one on one consistently. Like guys just don't help. When Clay ain't out there, you got Kaminga trying to go one on one with Aaron Gordon. Right. And it's he not as like, effective. I'm older than you, stronger than you. I know all your moves, like, and I got help with me. You're not gonna score me. Right. So yeah, I think I mean, and the numbers support it. Kaminga's efficiency jumps crazy when Clay's on the court with him versus when he's not on the court with him. Um, the eye test and the stats support it. I don't know why Steve said that stuff about, like, <laughs> it, it makes more sense for Wiggins and Kaminga when Paz is in there when that's just, like, not the truth at all. But, yeah. I think because that there were some versions, there were some numbers, right, like, for those lineups that showed that. But mm-hmm. we've talked about it. It's a small sample. We've talked about it. It's against, you know, as you noted earlier, teams that are not as good, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're seeing that it doesn't work as well. So what does that mean then for the Trace-Clay connection? Because I think ultimately Clay is going to come back to starting. I do. Mm -hmm. I think ultimately he's going to be back there. I don't know when Kerr is going to make that decision. I don't need, first of all, assuming they make the playoffs. I don't know if this is going to be a late playoff thing where finally he's like, Eureka, or an assistant says to him, why don't you move Clay into the starting lineup? You know, the the infamous thing that was done with with Andre, you know, that he didn't realize, mm-hmm. like, just, pay, just play your five best players and mm-hmm. you probably win, right? And so it's still Clay, right? And so, but I, I just feel like he realizes that before that, hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Um, and because Clay's a vet and, you know, like, I feel like he'll, it'll be easier for him to get there than if it was like someone else. But if, if, if Clay goes back into the starting lineup, right. And so there's less bench time. What does that mean for him and Trace? Or is that now someone else is that because like Chris Paul's back so it doesn't matter what does that mean I think it could still thrive I think before he was fully put on the bench he was still running the bench units like they would take him out early for pods four or five minutes to the game he would be the first sub out of the starters kind of how they're doing it now whereas like he and Gary come in for pods and whoever Um, they could just flip that and be like okay you're still going to run the bench unit anyway so I think he can still be there. It's just up to Steve to actually play Trace the amount of minutes he should be playing him and playing him with Clay for it to, for it to work. <laughs>